Happy birthday oh, no. to you. This is Happy an intro I wanted. To you. It is late, but fuck you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Bailey. Oh, thanks, Gucci, mate. Welcome to another episode of the Heavy Boys Podcast. Episode 18. And I'm Brody, the one who gave Bailey the, the song. The song. So how was your birthday, mate? Oh, pretty good. I did my mid-semester uni exam. Oh, yes. The best birthday present. Mm. We're going to chicken dinner. I think I did all right. It wasn't too bad. Hey, and you and by the sounds of it, scored big too. We're gonna both be attending to the grave. Yes. And um, alcohol, hey. And full tilt. Oh, mate! It doesn't get much better than this, does I it? Know. How good is buying tickets <laughs> to go yes. places? I feel bad you know? for all those people that still can't do it yet. Oh, true. I still hear some so many, you know, instances of people not being able to do it. Mm-hmm. Like friends overseas and whatever yep. else. But at the end of the day, sucks, sucks to suck. To suck. And, um, <laughs> yeah, you should should have got a got a marriage certificate while you're over here. Losers, I don't know. <laughs> mm. Um, but yeah, no, can't wait for um. All Alpha Wolf was pretty spewing when they all sold out. Yeah. But um, thanks to an up, a venue upgrade, I think that's um, oh, blessing this guy. I didn't realize they were $30. Oh, damn. That's not bad at all. Yeah, dude. They were $30 tickets. So I was like, fucking shot. No wonder why they sold out. Fuck me. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. And who have they got as openers? Because they announced them not long ago. Um, DVSR and the yes, beautiful monument. That's it. Um, so we, we obviously we obviously know DVSR are fucking sick, mm-hmm. but the beautiful monument are like some fucking rock band. Oh, like I'll turn like a Tonight Alive, but a little darker. And I'm not for it, but it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, whatever. I only paid yeah. $30 and you're only going to take up maybe 45 minutes mm-hmm. of my night. So. I don't really care. It's whatever. It's just still yeah. pretty freaking sweet. Mm-hmm. They see them in a headline. And spot. I don't, and I don't know about that. Um, Oh dude, that seeing them in a headline spots fucking what I've been waiting for, but without Aiden, this is, this is the best. Hmm. <laughs> And I don't know if I um could have asked for better support for better support in DVSR. Really. Yeah, that's gonna be mental. Yeah, I can't wait. That'll be the best warm up. Oh yeah, yeah, it fits perfectly. <laughs> oh, for sure, for fucking sure, mate. So we got end yeah, of this bloody... month on the twenty second. We have Diamond Construct. Then we go yes. on to the 3rd of June, so two weeks later, Justice for the Damned. Yes. Then... Oh, fuck, I forgot we bought tickets to that. <laughs> yeah. And then on the yeah, 1st cool. of July, I supposedly have Parkway Drive. And then 
Yeah, they've got rescheduled to this year. It was their tour from last year. That's meant to have hate breed and someone else. Oh, that one. Yeah, I can't remember who the first. Isn't it the art? No, I don't think it is. Or someone different. Because normally they do have. Diet. <laughs> what? Mm. I mean, oh, actually, I I do remember there being some rumblings of a tour, but I just remember going, yeah, I don't know, I'll wait. You know. Um. Because yeah, in the American one, they had knocked loose as well, and then the one. Hold on. It says every time I die, but I don't believe that. No, no, there's no way. Surely not. I don't believe that. (laughs) That would be so sick if that's true. It says every time I die on the website. Fuck. If... Yeah, on their website. And then for their American tour, it's Hey, Breed, Knocked Loose and Fit for a King. Maybe I do need to buy tickets then. Literally just for every time I die, yeah. (laughs) They better get like a full 45 minutes. I don't know if it's worth like... Like the 80 bucks they're going to charge. Yeah, it's like $90. Nah, you know what? Fuck it. That's totally worth it. <laughs> Just to see sexy man. Oh, uh, yes. <clears throat> Beat my meat so hard to hear. Then it, anyways, three days after that, I have <laughs> Void Division and the Amity Affliction. Tight. That is on the 4th of July. Moving into August. On the 6th, we have To the Grave. Yes. And then on the 12th, so six days later, we have Alpha Wolf. Yep. Banging. And then down into, is it October's Thy Art? I don't know. I still yeah. don't have a ticket. 16th of October is meant to be Thy Art. I think that's all I've got booked at the moment. So looking pretty, pretty stacked. And that didn't even include full tilt. No. Chuck full tilt somewhere in between June and July. Mm-hmm. Oh, sheesh. Sheesh. <laughs> um, what do you reckon? Should we should we hit up North Lane Alpha Wolf at Maruchidor or what? How much was the tickets mean- again? 45? Yeah. Yeah, I could do it. Dive bar, Maroochydore. I want to see this thing. Is that the, the one Polaris meant to be playing that you had a look at and it's just some old yeah. that loves rock? Yeah. Apparently, yeah, I want to see this thing because right. it reckons it's a dive bar and they've got Polaris, they've got North Lane, they've got Alpha Wolf. I want to see this fucking place. All right. It must be the real, it must be the real deal if it's gone from, like, if it's come here. Mm, and they could have Soul Bar or anything like that. Yeah, well, fuck Soul Bar. If this place goes off, <laughs> I hope it's just like a complete replica. So I think Justice are at Soul Bar. Yes, they are at Soul Bar. Duh, I'm so keen for that. Dude, I haven't seen them since be- they opened for Thy Art back in right before they released Dear Desolation. 
They had Damn. Justice, Fit for an Autopsy, and Muir, and then Die Art. And they and they weren't bad then. I feel like they're they're at their peak right now. This is by far the best album they've released. Pain is Power, Mwah. Chef Kiss. Yeah, it is pretty good. I think it's the most enjoyable that we can both agree mm-hmm. on. Definitely the most accessible for normies as well, yeah. I think, too. <laughs> yeah. Probably a bit like us. <laughs> mm. Like me anyway, I, I, <laughs> I can say. I can't speak on behalf of you, but... Before I was like hit and miss with them, like there are a few tracks I did dig, and then I, for the most part, I think I just pass on them. Yeah, but I know other people who are like huge, huge fans, like love every bit of music of them. Yeah, I've got a couple of friends like that. I mean, I yeah, can't get around it, but I think they did the um crunchy metallic sounding yeah. guitars better than what cursed earth tried to do it mm-hmm. and i kind of liked that but i wish they turned the raspiness down just a little bit mm-hmm. um, yeah i think justice kind of like nailed that tone in their guitars and i'm like yeah fuck yeah that's gonna be sick mm. but um make them suffer too would be dope yeah still waiting for that i mean they've got full tilt so I think they're going to see how yeah. that goes because obviously coming from WA, the moment something happens COVID-wise, Perth's going to shut down so they won't be able yeah, to get back fucked. home. Nah, they'll be right. Mm. Just fucking permanently move over to the East Coast no. for like three weeks. I don't no, know. <laughs> oh, that shit, it'd be way, way cheaper to get from here to Perth. Yeah. <laughs> Is going to get in a get a bus, you know? Fucking just trek yeah. Victoria all the way to fucking Brisbane. <laughs> Do it, Dunskies. Do it for the homies. Don't be a pussy. You know, full tilt's going to be a huge day. Yeah, I, I can't wait for that. First festival of the year. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Not keen to see Northland, but bang. Oh, while we're on the topic of them right now, anyway, they're in the midst of recording LP number six. They made a post on Facey Books today, so I thought I'd throw that one in there. Bit of news. Yes, well done. Good Bit of new like... news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good on news. I am. Um, I'll probably still listen to their new album, whether I like want to or not. Mm, see what the singles I, are. Like. I don't. Yeah, even if I don't like the singles, though, I'm probably still going to listen to it. Like, I didn't like any of the Architect singles, but I still listen to that album. You know what I mean? Like, fuck. It's just hard. Mm. Not even fucking hard sometimes being a good Samaritan like us, mate. (laughs) Someone's got to do it. I'm not. No, One of us has to at least know what's going on in that side. <laughs> the dark side. Yeah, well, thankfully it's fucking me. <laughs> um We got an episode though full of things that aren't shit. Well, 
not i don't know i mean like I, before we get to the, all the really nice stuff because we have a lot of really nice things <laughs> to talk about i want to talk about i want to get your thoughts on this situation with rings of satin oh jesus christ because have you like read up on anything about it some of it i know lucas was throwing threats around and stuff and essentially nuclear blast just said fuck off and dropped him yeah <laughs> so well, Luke- what did lucas want like why did he arc up all of a sudden well, no one really knows. Lucas mm, still hasn't come just out being and said Lucas. anything. Yeah, some egotistical oh, maniac. And then um, the original drummer that started the band with yeah. Lucas made a fucking like some journal entry about his time in the band. It was actually really like insightful. Fucking, yeah, it was. Because, like, I mean, it just confirms every everything mm. that everyone said on every fucking page on Facebook ever. Mm. But it doesn't really, like, tarnish, like, the band's music for me no. for some reason. Like, just because Lucas is a piece of shit. It, it's it's not, like Dragon Force. Uh, it's like Dragon Force. Just because he can't play it doesn't mean it doesn't yeah. sound sick. Like, Dragon Force is for a particular type of person. And Rings mm. of Saturn is particular for me. Like, I like that shit. It sounds dope. It's got that, it's that weirdly, weirdly with the fucking extra Alien. four strings. Yeah, I think if he didn't claim that it is 100% legit as well, I think people would take them like, you know, for what they are. I mean, that's the problem. Yeah, for sure. And then he makes such a big fucking deal about it. And that just no, makes Chuck's everyone... The... Yeah, he just throws Chuck's a tantrum. biggest fucking tantrum, hey. It's so mm. good. Like mm. wait for the wait for the forty five minute video oh, explaining yeah. why everyone hates uh, him and everyone's out to get him. Oh, bro! They're all colluding. And then by the and then by the end of it, he goes, "You know what? Fuck it!" And then like just dissolves Rings of Saturn right there. <laughs> Deletes everything that they've got on social mm. media on like downloads, streaming services, like everything gone. Just takes it. I, all I, I, I can see it. I can see it happening too. I can see it happening too. And then, in, and then the labels like, "Well, fuck you." And then they take everything from him. Ah! <laughs> well, a bit like um, <laughs> is it prosthetic are doing the acacia strain? I was telling you about. Oh my! Was it prosthetic? God, I didn't. Or... Even, I think he said it was prosthetic. So what was going on about that? Because I never. Let me just find the message because up... I want to make sure it is prosthetic before I uh, say this. Well, oh, there's the yeah, message about the Gojira point. long sleeve I ordered. <laughs> That's still such a fucking sick long sleeve. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dog. Bro. There's the, uh, the new Spirit Box song. Oh, I never listened to that. Yeah, don't. Yeah, so it was Prosthetic Records. So on his stream oh, the other day... It. He was talking about because they did their earlier records with prosthetic and they've now moved to rise records. So someone asked if they would do another live DVD and he said, well, it would have to be of only stuff from, I think it's coma, Witch onwards because he said, otherwise prosthetic will whip our asses because they still obviously own the rights to everything previous. And then like, Oh, what? They're like, Oh, yeah, they still own it. And because some of them brought up that they're re-releasing Wormwood on a new print, like for the vinyl. 
And then he's like, yeah, fuck them. They don't even tell us that they do this shit. We just find out from you guys. So it's not even like, oh, hey, we're re-releasing your album. Do you want to promote it? And he said, if they did, I would be like 100%. Yeah, cool. Go buy it, guys. And then he said, but we don't even get royalties from that. So all the money from those re-releases go straight to prosthetic records. Damn. And um, word on the vines, uh, on death, uh, apparently regretting signing with prosthetic records as well. They're having trouble with them. And Undeath are sick. They've um, they dropped one of the best death metal releases of last year. Following it up this year, back to back. Huge anticipation for that one. Oh, they got another one coming out. Mm-hmm. This year. Fuck. Yeah, they're not messing around. <laughs> Damn, dude. Homies don't sleep. Shit, they really made the most of COVID, huh? Yeah. Um, a bit like the uh, the big homies, uh, distant. You know, giving us three EPs. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, bro? It's an album. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh my god! And you know what? <clears throat> Pardon me. It uniquely did the same thing with To the Great. Mm-hmm. They're gonna keep doing it. Yeah. And it really sucks because I just I didn't want it to become a thing that happened <laughs> mm-hmm. in metal. It was fine that it was happening in like hip hop because I don't really care for it all that much. It's a fucking. It, should show out there anyway. I don't even mm-hmm. know what exists anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like what I think is relevant just isn't relevant anymore. Like fuck, I thought J. Cole <laughs> mm-hmm. was still cool. J. No one listens to J. Cole anymore. We've moved on. Yeah, I don't think anyone's listened to J. Cole in years. <laughs> like I hear Cooper talking about anyone who's dropping an album or releasing music. I I just don't know the majority of them anymore. <laughs> Mind so you, Cooper had does have a very specific taste in that sort of trap rap sort of stuff yeah but that like literally seems to be the thing going forward yeah did you see if it, i don't know like i thought it would be pretty funny to watch it but did you see finn mckenty's video on trap metal the one he released like very recently yeah it would have been like last night i think yeah, I, started no, watching I it. don't want to watch it <laughs> i hate it when he does this stuff it's so fucking funny because he's like he's talking about suicide boys and how it like mm-hmm. kind of paved the way for other people who kind of wanted to make make it into that niche sort of genre talked about how like scar lord mm-hmm. could be the face of the 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 game you know if he wanted to be because you know the game kind of needs a face to yeah, and I think Scarlord's problem though is he's just putting out too much music. It's a huge case of quantity over quality. He needs to kind of just wait a little bit, put out an album full of all good songs, and then just give it a year or two. Yeah, but it does it for an audience that just wants music coming yeah. from. You know what I mean? Like he's a he's a service rapper. And I'm pretty sure, and I'm pretty sure that's what would have happened. Like, because he Finn tries to compare it to him to XXX Temptation, 
Like now that X is gone, he kind of was kind of like apparently he was kind of like the face of you know trap metal. I'd say like at trap the rap. start, he kind of yeah. left that behind. You know, and now kind of needs a face, give it to Scar Lord, and then mm. kind of like, like I'd say Ghost Main now. After that last album, I'd say kind of Ghost Main can have it. Provided yeah, he, talks he can about back that. that up. Talks about that too, but um, mm. he reckons the only thing that stops him from going like major, major is the fact that he stays indie. Mm. Yeah, like he's he's been he's been offered numerous record yeah. labels, and he wants to do it himself. Have come to him with contracts, and he just wants to stay indie. So, I mean, all the power to him. Mm-hmm. But at the end, like end of the fucking day, like trap metal is like such a niche thing yeah. anyway. Yeah, whether it stays like, or not goes, all it sounds fucking good. Mm-hmm. I, I could probably do without it, but at the same time, like I'm glad that it's here when it's good. You know, there's definitely some suicide boys a bloody good fucking album. How <laughs> if that bloody new EP might? But where do we want to start? Do we want to start EPs? Or do we want to start LP? Let's go EPs. Do you want to go one and one? And finish with the big boy? Yeah, okay. Yeah, let's do that. So yeah, let's finish. You can you can pick. We start with the big boy last week. Okay, well I this week. I actually uh, because I I um before no you know what fuck it let's let's just let's talk about monasteries. Because um, I I, I kind of got really into the singles that they were dropping. Um, they dropped three out of the five tracks on this EP, mm-hmm. which, by the way, is called Silence. Yes. Um, and for those that they haven't heard of them before, of the, they are from Manchester, the Quintet, and they are a deathcore band. Because this is the first I've heard of them. And they've been a band for some time, I think, yes. like seven years. They've been a band for a little while. I haven't dug too much into their back catalogue um, just because I'm still trying to wrap my head around a couple of things and I'm still, and I'm listening to audiobooks now. So, oh, beautiful. Oh. Fancy um, man. Oh, it's quite nice indeed. Oh, very nice indeed. It's the, it's the only breakup that I have between like people screaming at me <laughs> and mum screaming at me. So. <laughs> He needs um, nice, so the nice only voices. two surprises, <laughs> yes, a soothing, calm voice is mm-hmm. lots of information that's going to go through one ear and out <laughs> the other. Um, the only two surprises for me on this EP were the first track and the last track. Um, mm. Really did enjoy the waifu sort of anime. Yeah, so both my track. favorite tracks, the first and the last. Yeah, I'd have to say the same thing too. But that's mostly because I overplayed the singles. Okay. Like by the time this EP came out, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like you told me that the EP was out and I'm like, oh, finally, when I don't check Apple Music, <laughs> it's there. Because <clears throat> I literally checked every week after the third single, like surely they're going to drop this fucking thing mm-hmm. soon. And then, yeah. Um not to hang shit on like one minute to midnight or um what's the other one um 
Are you talking tracks? Fuck it. Yeah, I'm trying uh, to digital I'm trying suicide to or allowing your traders to die. Um, I thought digital well, digital, digital well. suicide's pretty 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 good track. Yeah. Um I don't know about the traders one though. I think yeah. that one kind of got stale for me towards the end of its runtime for me. <laughs> and especially on repeated playthroughs yeah. in a full playthrough. And when I've already played them death, yeah, it makes it pretty boring. But um, fuck the, the 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 intro track. I'm not even gonna attempt that. But uh, I you're think a, that's you're what, a Gumo Yukai. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, I'm not not so good with all of that shit. But I know waifu equals sex, and sex means good. So um, that track had a lot of it, a lot of riffs, and Pretty nice surprise, honestly. Yeah, so the lyrical stories are of that Japanese demon folklore, which is a part spider, part woman. So, you know, that's the name of it. Very nice. Well, there you go. The the more you know. Yes. But yeah, that song does bang. And after hearing that, I had to go quickly chuck on a few tracks from that within Destruction, Yokai released from last year. <laughs> the Sadboy Crew returned. Fucking hell. It never <laughs> left. <laughs> yeah, I found this really cool because I didn't really listen to any of the singles. So I kind of looked at it like in what is becoming very saturated genre deathcore. This has been one of the releases that's really perked my years up, not just this year, but last year as well. They have the nice genty crunch of the guitars. There's some atmospheric parts and it breathes a lot of life into this release. Uh, obviously only being five tracks. I think it gives you a lot whilst only being quite concise as well. The vocal range is sick. Painful shrieks, cavern-dwelling lows, really just full mids. Oh, I think that was probably the standout for me. And they have (coughs) a bit of a less traditional songwriting composure, I found as well. Like they, it kind of allows you to hear that they are quite talented musicians, not just some dudes in a basement chugging away. So I think that's what helps bring it to my ears and helped me enjoy it a lot more as well. Yeah, I think if they could um, tie this together in like a 10, with 10 new tracks, 10 singularly different tracks from the last five tracks that they released, I would be happy with that. I think it gives them more chances to flex their creative muscles. Yeah, because they definitely are very creative. Oh, 100%. But I don't also want that 10 tracks to have like three, like two or three filler tracks. Yeah, no, not, reckon, not the same recycled riff, just in a different song. Like, I think, I think they can, these guys can do it, but mm-hmm. um, they, they need to maybe spend the next year fucking really knuckling down, getting their fucking spears sharpened, make yeah. sure they're flint their sides and make sure that their fucking knuckles are ready to be dragged through the fucking dirt because it's going to be a long time yeah just turn it up like really write a lot 
and don't start recording until you know that you have something a bit more special that's going to stand out and put you towards the front. A lot of potential, and I'm um, so keen eyes now. What happens to them? If you had to give it a score, what would you give it? I'm going to go four. I I came into it fresh, so I didn't have the played out vibes. Yep. That you did, so I, I thoroughly enjoyed this beautiful little piece of deathcore. Four out of five. First or last track being my favorite. Very interesting indeed. Yeah, I I, I still have it down as a four as well. Nice. Um, because it, in, at the end of the day, no matter how many times I play this EP, or no matter how many times I play each singular track that comes through, um. There's still a lot to like in every single track that is on this EP. 100%. I, um, I don't think um, there's, I don't think they're on empty yet, but I would like to see them go really fucking pedal to the metal in the next mm-hmm. release. Hopefully uh, an LP this time. Uh, I Yeah, I've got it as a four. Um, that's Monasteries, Silence. Yeah, it's beautiful little EP. Ripping fucking tear, brother, eh? <laughs> the only way to go about life. Until it is done, my friend. Now, what would you like to pick? Do we want to go on to one of our LPs? Well, the, the <laughs> LP that isn't the big boy. Yeah, I think we should, because... Fuck, bro. Oh, fuck. Woo. Lead us into this one, big boy. I've got to settle down for a bit. Yeah, so we have Left to the Wolves with their record, Inherent Regression. Five piece. I'm going to leave this blank for a second. Band from Kentucky. I asked you before the stream, are you going to refer to them as death core, death metal? I found a lot of trouble personally picking one for them. See, I kind of get like acacia strain vibes from them in the sense where like they kind of sound like a hardcore band, but they aren't necessarily like a death core band either but they do have that death metal overtone. Yeah, that real sort of dissonant death metal focused riffing. Some tracks don't have breakdown. Some are just straight chug fest, breakdown field rages. It it really depends track to track. I think there's even one track there. It starts out as a death metal song and goes into like super chuggy ending. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, like that's what I mean. Like, I it's totally like acacia strain vibes because mm-hmm. I kind of get the same vibe with them sometimes. You know, like you what don't they? Really, yeah. you know what they you're like going to get with acacia strain now. But on on each song, no matter how many times you you go through an album, or even when they drop a new album, mm-hmm. you don't know whether it's going to be hardcore acacia strain, death metal acacia strain. Deathcore, metalcore, doom metal, like it's all over the shop. And and Left to the Wolves do it all in one song across seven songs. Yep. And in 28 minutes. Yeah, it is massive. Yeah, so this was one you brought to me. Any story on how you stumbled across it? 
Um, it was actually um, suggested to me on Apple Music. Um, I was going through some things in its deathcore um, suggested. So there you go. Apple Music called it deathcore. Um, and surely enough, I, I clicked on it. First song, Asphyxiation. I thought, yeah. You shit your pants? This is going to be insane. And then literally it, it winds up and then it fucking hits. And it's mm-hmm. like, Jesus fucking Christ. I think that's when I sent it straight to you. And I was like, Bailey, you need to listen to this <laughs> now. It is. Oh huge. my fucking God. Like the thing that is just mind blowing each time I hear it is that the bass is so <laughs> fucking loud. Mm-hmm. Like I can actually hear what's being played and my God, like it's it nice. sounds so good. It sounds so good. Yeah. It's so chunky, beefy, deep. And he keeps up with the guitars the whole time. Like yeah. there's not a single dip in quality and there's no like making up for skill just by playing bass like he literally is keeping up with the guitars oh yeah he's not just a bass a bass player and you can fucking hear him it's incredible Mm -hmm. i love it i i I love it hey take a note other bands oh yeah shit um and wow the, the guitars are just unrelenting too but the thing i think i enjoy the most about this some mm. of the passages that they go through in this, in yes. this you know, release. Funeral Flowers, you know, it's a great song on its own right, but it has a nice soothing piece around the halfway mark. Yeah. Where it kind of goes into a lull after like a minute and a half of just brutality. Yeah, that's, that's like when that's I always like lifted my head up from being pounded after the first track. And I kind of got to this oh, point. Bro, like, oh, it's wow. like, <laughs> it's kind of nice. I was in like, here. oh, they. <laughs> like they changed songs finally like fuck. <laughs> and then i opened up my phone i'm like oh my god they didn't <laughs> it has been the different song for the last minute <laughs> um but it was really nice to kind of have that dip before it absolutely just paved your fucking head back mm. into the ground again um i'd also say that uh dogma's more doom metal so- sounding uh passage towards the end of its runtime is fucking incredible as well. Um, Dance in the Skies, its first half is so tight. It almost sounds robotic. Like, uh, I don't understand how they can, ha- how drums can sound so clean in. But still be quite raw and lively. Ride. Yeah. The, the ride, it literally sounds like a dinner bell being rung. <laughs> like, yes. Bro. It's got to be one of my favorite tracks purely for that first minute and a half alone. It mm-hmm. is fucking one of the best tracks on the album, in my own opinion. Um, Perpetuous Delore, I don't know. I hate pronouncing things that I can't really read properly. <laughs> my bad. But bro, that thing's just a straight up fucking rager, start to finish. Like that thing was destined for the pits, honestly. And in Inverted Burial is also a pretty, pretty good closer. But yeah. I have to say that Cult of the War Dog. Mm-hmm. Favorite track. Is, 
Like, it is the track, bro. That fucking, that riff up until the war dog. Yeah. Oh, and then the blast beats and the breeze. Oh, get fucked. <laughs> See, that's what I was like, nah, this is death core. <laughs> I was like, went back to the next one. Nah, I'm getting the death metal vibes again. Yeah, it's it's really hard to to kind of put down where they kind of fit in because mm. they've got the chuggy riffs like death core, but they've got the death metal style passages. So, again, I can't stop getting this hardcore sort of vibe with how bouncy and energetic yeah. they are. I'll throw out a lot of the the piece. Yeah, there's a lot um, of like flashy drumming, um, beautiful groove straight into blast, harrowing vocals. It's a tormenting listen start to finish. Oh, for sure, man. But hey, also, would you, do you reckon the vocals are kind of slammy? At times. I reckon that, I reckon he's kind of slammy. I reckon, I reckon he <laughs> could fucking, I reckon they could do a couple slams, slam style tracks and get slams. away with it. You like slams? <laughs> that piss the, uh, the gatekeepers oh, off, but you know. Wouldn't they? <laughs> Fucking crying big time, mate. Uh, what are your opinion? What's your opinion on this? I, I think I've, it's great. I've spoken a lot. You've kind of covered it. Like it, it does so much in kind of such a little space of time as well. There's great variety, so definitely a record you could give to a lot of different people <clears throat> and still get a positive response from one way or another. It yeah, it's got. The mixed DNA, really. It's a lot of fun. It's it's like that mongrel dog that like mm-hmm. is supposed to be like one of them restricted breeds, and no one has it, mm. but like someone has it, and it's the most yeah, you know dog that one guy. Life. Yep. Yep. Facts, bro. Favorite yeah. songs? Ah, uh, war dog. It's the war dog. Call it the war dog, and maybe funeral flowers. <laughs> But I feel yeah. like as well, I yeah. enjoyed um, Blindfolded and Led to the Woods. would enjoy this too. It's almost got that same sort of just relentless, chaotic sort of feel to it. Yes, it does. More background music. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't understand that. Oh, bro, I don't understand half of the things that go on as background music, man. You don't want to know. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'd have to say Funeral Flowers, Cold of the War Dog, Automated Dogma, and Dance in the Skies uh, probably the highlights for me. And uh, if you had to score it? Um, three and a half, four out of five. I can't decide on that. So they can have maybe my half mark. Ooh. Bailey's one half mark? Yes. Gone already? My half mark. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, well, I've... I've been fucking with this a lot. I I straight up gave it a five. I oh damn! I slapped the five on that. Gone done. Did the five? Oh yeah, man! Holy fuck! This thing's done some things to me, man. I've <laughs> I've been acting up every time it comes on. My like, war dog. That's <laughs> <laughs> when you know you've like, done something right. Oh, bro! Like I am all over this, like a rashy. Inject it straight into me. Five out of five. Beautiful. Um, I fucking love it. Have that, Kentucky but, boys. 
I, I before we go on to the next two releases, the 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 gods of Thal oh. finally embraced us with a and new finally track. gifted us. What what did you think of this track? I loved it. It's something Holy different. Yes. Uh, for those, if you may not be aware, we are talking about the Thar Lords Viljata. If for some reason that you're unaware of that. Yes, I probably should shouldn't be. If you listen to the podcast, <laughs> you, you should know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, first. So their first track in, is it 18 months? Yes, since 2019. Mm-hmm. And um, to come from their first album in 10 years. Yes. Um, and by the by, the sounds of the um, the album title, uh, I'm going to butcher this again. Uh, <laughs> Mas- Mastodon under Vatten. Um, the first album being called um, Mastodon. Mastodon. I don't know, but yeah, that came out in 2011. And I remember hearing that thing when I was like, I think I'd I'd just found the sugar, found like bleed, and was like, holy shit, this thing blows my mind. And then Viljata come this. along and like just squashed my brain into oblivion. I didn't think a band could get heavier than Mishunga, but these guys did. Um, so it, it was nice to, you know, get a single last year because it kind of gave us the sense that they were really coming back finally. Sorry, it was 2019 when they when that single come out. Yeah. And then nothing. And then um, singles from Humanity's Last Breath. Mm-hmm. Album, and then still nothing from Viljada, but then something from Viljada, finally. And isn't it something? And Jesus Christ! So I'm not even going to attempt the actual name of the song. Yeah, don't but worry. the translation <laughs> is uh, "When those you love come back from the dead," and um, also for some edited ed- ed- context, bro. Uh, these guys are from Sweden. <laughs> um, and the, the whole song is in Swedish. I think um, because it isn't in English, it kind of like puts more focus on the the visual aspect behind yep. the song. Um, I mean, it's literally just a guy pole dancing, but I, I feel like it's kind of like a really captivating sort mm. of uh, piece of art. Um, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> um, but um, also puts more focus on the instruments themselves, which really are the star of Viljada's sound. I think. hundred oh, percent. Um, really, the pioneers of that really low, stop-starty, glitchy, tacky, fucking genty sound that not a lot of people do. Um, but when people do it, they generally do it pretty fucking well. <laughs> um, you know, Humanity's Last Breath, obviously being the same people that yeah. are in the data, but now, you know, we have reflections. Yes, reflections, huge. Um, but I think what makes this... Um, so good is that they're willing to just throw anything at the wall. Like I feel like this does sound a little bit different to what they the traditional have sound, yeah. released. Yeah, it's it's not as 
relentless. It's a little bit more reined in, but it's mm-hmm. still as... Kick in the face, yeah. Yeah, it's still what you want Viljana to sound like. Um, I think the the guitar tones, I don't know about you, but, oh, man, Carl kind of... Mm knows what to fucking do, hey. Yeah, what buttons to press, what knobs to turn. And Buster on the kit too. I don't even think he I don't even think he bothers. I think his arms and legs kind of just move. Yeah. And he just exists. He's just like a vessel for each he's levitating above the drum throne and he's just (laughs) parts moving. Eyes he, closed, like the sugar cover. That's that's him on Obsen. <laughs> he, he's probably one of those um those me characters from the fucking Nintendo. Where, um, <laughs> those fucking things of like no leg. It's like yeah. no legs, just like dots for mm-hmm. legs and arms, and he just does everything, <laughs> bro. What an absolute fucking dude's built man. different. But um. I wanted to get that out of the way too because it's finally happened. And everywhere I've seen it's received a warm response. Oh, and I don't see why it wouldn't. I think um, they, I I don't know how they managed to do it. I think it's because they kind of accepted meme culture (laughs) at at a time where the scene was kind of developing and needed, you know, something to kind of like, help it grow. I think that's kind of where Viljata really sets itself nicely in, in its, in its own right for people to come out and openly listen to it and have such warm feedback, I suppose. Mm. Cause honestly, man, the way people talk about Thal. <laughs> Only positives. Like, Speaking of positives, what's the next one you want to kick off? So we're now going to move into the latest product of Hype Machines. We have Left to Suffer, their EP on death. Now, this one is a five-piece new metalcore band from Atlanta giving us their highly anticipated EP. And it's also featuring three guest vocal appearances from Ryo of Crystal Lake, Lockie from Alfalf, and the man, Mr. Barber of Chelsea Grin. Yes, Sarski. Yeah, like these guys have been kind of drip feeding singles for a while. Obviously, all of them getting traction, signed or big label, getting pushed pretty hard. And the boys are fucking delivered, man. They didn't kind of, you know, hold back, kind of go, we're getting big now. We'll just shit this out and then start working on the next thing. This thing rips. They've kind of let everyone know why everyone's talking about them. New Deathcore, anyone? Anyone up for some new Deathcore? (laughs) Bro, like they take a new Metalcore and fucking just like dunk its head in the toilet, eh? Mm Mm-hmm. Like how you know how I had that gripe with like currents like being a metalcore yep. band, but they just wanted to be a deathcore band. Yeah. 
Like they're a deathcore band and they want to be a metalcore <laughs> band. Like it's the complete opposite. And I'm so down for it. So we had um, Anger and Depression as the singles. The, tar- the tr- track titles all talking about the grieving process. So, you, you know, you have Event being the opening track, then it's a Denial, Anger, Bargaining, Depression and Death. So if you didn't know that, that's what it's about. It's... Oh, that's very fucking interesting. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. The guitars are bone-crushingly heavy. Yes. Um, the drums as well, pummeling start to finish. And the vocals. I had to keep checking as well when the track with Tom Barber was coming on because he has a very similar mid to what Tom sounds like. He does. So I did have to come and keep checking. Like, is this the one with Tom? Oh, no, it's not. Is this the one with and Tom? He, oh, no, it's kinda not. Has, it kind of has some um, some of the gurgles that he does too kind of sounds like Tom in a way as mm-hmm. well. I think he's maybe based his vocal style around how Tom sounds. Because he is very is unique a, as well, Mr. Barber. Tom, Tom is very unique. It's not very hard to pick him out of the lineup of vocalists. Mm-hmm. Um, However, um, there were, I'm like you, where I was kind of like, damn, is Tom not just featuring on the one song? Yeah. Um, Like even on the part with, I think it's Bargaining with Lockie. Yeah, the Lockie track. There's even a couple parts in that where I'm like, dude, is Lockie Mm -hmm. all throughout this track or has he just got one verse? Yeah. Because it sounds like Lockie appears a lot more in that. Yeah, he definitely has a bigger chunk than the other two do. Like I'm, I thought, what the fuck? Yeah, at the start, I thought that was a track with Tom because he comes in at the start and it's just all Tom. It's like, damn, Tom straight from the start. Like, oh no, it's not. I was like, some of the some of the high pitched Mm. squeals that Mm -hmm. he gets going on too, and even some of the, I just love his gurgles, and he does it a lot throughout this EP too. I um. Yeah, they're wicked. Oh, man. They are some of the nastiest vocals in this kind of upcoming scene of newer bands. In that kind of death chord, metal chord, new sound. For sure. I'd, um, I'd have to say that I'd be pretty excited to see these guys make their way over with someone bigger, obviously. Um, I don't know who they come over with. I suppose um, Alpha Wolf could bring him over. They'd fit nicely Alf on that bill. I reckon I could I could see that happening. Make them suffer but even. I would almost expect like a big American act to bring them over, let's say, and then tour with an Australian band of the same sort of ilk. Yeah could maybe swap in Alpha Wolf for Make Them Suffer, although I wouldn't want that because <laughs> I think Code Orange and okay. Alpha Wolf and these guys on a fucking bill together would be fucked. Mm. Mm-hmm. I like that. That would be so sick, dude. That's just me, like... Yeah, no, that's sick. Like... 
<laughs> I um yeah, can't wait for the borders to open up. Um, but I would also, uh, what do you, how do you feel about the like the the rhythm section in this? Because I'm I'm a bit underwhelmed. I don't mind them. I quite like them. Like, like they do. They're like I'm underwhelmed in the fact that they're not very interesting. Outside of the fact that they just do the job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of get what you I mean. There. Like un- unlike um, left to the wolves or even uh, monasteries, Viljada, where you know there are certain parts in certain songs that stand out a bit more than others this is i feel like this is a bit more generic a bit more by the numbers Mm -hmm. a little safer in terms of like um being a bit more flashy i guess um but that's just being nitpicky i suppose it's still a fucking great release yeah uh, just on that um that code orange talk quickly i wanted to see kind of who they do take on tour normally so over a few tours, I'm just going to bring up some notable bands. You got Nails, Gate Creeper. You have <laughs> okay. Uh, Show me the body, Jesus Peace, Year of the Knife, and Machine Girl. That was one tour. Then no, this also, is Code Orange. Yes, you have Vane. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, Ghost Mane. Okay. And Vane Ghost Mane. That's one tour too. Yeah. Oh fuck! Okay. Yeah, so they they do branch out. I mean, taking Gate Creeper on a tour as well. Gate Creeper and <clears throat> fucking who? Um, fuck! I think I'll get that one back up. I don't know if there was anyone I recognized on that Gate Creeper tour. No, lifeless, disgrace. They're the other ones on there. So it was it was just Code Orange and Gate Creeper. Pretty much. Fuck, that's still fucking heavy. Yeah. What the hell? Wowie. That was 2017, so Gate Creeper wouldn't have released Deserted yet. I think this was just right after Sonorian Deprivation, so they were just kind of getting that traction now. Wow. But yeah, so yeah, they definitely could bring these guys. I think the one that makes the most sense for them would be Vane, though. They can stay over there, eh? No, bring them over. I will be there front and center. I'll I'll sink their fucking boat. (laughs) (laughs) I don't give a fuck. Mm. Um, Is there anything else you want to add? I kind of wanted to ask you, though, what are your thoughts on this new metalcore, new deathcore sort of thing? Like, where are you? Are you for it? Are you against it? Do you have limitations with it? Um. Good question. Because you actually... have two sort of sides to it. You have like the Alpha Wolf, like Left to Suffer. If you want to throw um, fucking Dealer in there. But then you have like North Lane doing that sort of other side of it. So do you mean like the more electronic side of well, what the do you think of all of it? Or do yeah. you mean... Okay, so I'm I'm for it for the most part. Um, because I seem by just just gauging the new metal core as it stands, right? It's mostly just a mix of downtuned guitars and a bit of a bouncier sort yeah. of tune, a bouncy Bouncy sort of rhythm, passages, yeah. And um, you know, maybe throw a little bit of like 
glitchiness, some electronics. Um, that's pretty much everything that made like Limp Biscuit, Corn, mm-hmm. Deftones bigger back in the day, right? It's literally the same thing that's happening now, except we're literally we're just going balls to the wall, down tuning everything, mm-hmm. distorting the fuck out of everything, corrupting and, a few files in the soundtrack, and just going in. And I'm all for it. What I'm not all for is if you want to make a fucking electronic core band, um, like no. The only one that gets away with it is Enter Shikari. You can't be Enter Shikari. You couldn't come close. Fucking go away. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah, um, I just wanted to see. Uh, yeah, as long as there's nothing like North Lane. <laughs> because there's something so beautiful about this um, Left to Suffer release too, because like. I don't, I don't know what, I mean, what made me think of it. I mean, I do, but, like, I don't know what, why I thought of this person first. But, like, some of the clean vocals that happen in that Left to Suffer EP, I'm like, huh, this kind of sounds like Ivan Moody from Five Finger Death Bunch. Okay. And I was, and I was kind of, like, a bit iffy on it at the start, but like on repeated playthroughs, I'm like, nah, I'm so down for this. Because it's not really cleans, it's kind of more of that like sort of yelling. That's that like singing because he kind of has to <laughs> for that part of the song. You know what I mean? Mm. That that part in the show where he's just gonna like do it in spoken word and not attempt yeah. to like <laughs> Um, but I I guess you're down for new metal deathcore. Yeah. I mean, you you don't seem to have too many complaints about no. it. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. I was going to want to see what you thought on it all. <laughs> Did you want to see whether that was going to be like a twenty minute rant or? <laughs> no, no, no. I just want to see like, you know, are you liking where it's going? Are you liking where it's at? I'm. I'll like it less if more bands start to, uh, you know, want to sound like a Miller, but mm. um, nothing's happening like that yet. So, um, I think we need a few uh, personalities in there, though. Really make it the full new metal thing. Get our own a new Fred Durst. Make it full. I don't think we need like a new Fred Durst again. No, we don't <laughs> you love need them. it. No. Ooh. Three quarter with, with, with the fucking big piss off DC skate yeah. shoes. Yeah, all out. Like and the and the snapback, not even snapback, it's like the fitted, the fitted hat and it's yeah. like backwards mm-hmm. to a slight right. angle. <laughs> yeah, bro. Oh man. And you're wearing a belt, but it's like locked in and not even like tightened up. <laughs> Oh, I like it. Motorcycle jersey, but you don't. Well, that's what our fools are doing now. They even caught them as merch. Did you see? When they did that oh, my store in Melbourne, they had like three different color motocross jerseys. I did. And I like thought they green, were Green, a pink, and an orange one. So they're going all in for I it. thought they were sick. I, I think that's a great idea. That's some of the weirdest like wearable merch I've mm. seen, and I'm down for it. Um, 
Speaking of down for it, um, did we end up giving Left to Suffer a rating? Well, mine is three and a half out of five. So we'll push. We will push Left to the Walls to four and Left to Suffer can have my half. Fuck yeah. I like that a lot. I, I gave Left to Suffer a three. Yeah. I um I thought it was pretty good, but um for me, I think it kind of won't be one of those things that I come back to regularly. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's but a it's great cool listen and I'll there, recommend yeah. it to people. Yeah, it's a great listen and I'll recommend it to some people, but I think other people will enjoy it more than me. I would like to hear a full-length album or another EP that hasn't already been um, half-released by the time that they mm. you know, drop it. Uh, but I suppose that's just other things that we'll get to when we get to it. Yes. The big boy. Uh, I know what time it is. <laughs> I know what time it is. Oh, we we croissants. Ah, bonjour. We 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 have oh, one of the so most good. highly anticipated records this year, not just from us, but everyone who has a set of ears. The four-piece French progressive metal kings Gojira have given us their seventh album in 15 years titled Fortitude. Man. Man. What a journey this album is. So the themes behind the lyrics for this record come from the passing of Joe and Mario's mother, using her passing for a reflection of positivity and strength. So using it for good. Um, features huge. Yeah, because Magma wasn't very yeah, depressing, dark album. Yeah, so they've kind of flipped the switch for this one. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, big earthy moments. Oh, the riffs in Sphinx and Grind. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Everyone knows Especially- I'm a big fan of them scrapey boys. And these oh, boys love scrape. Love them. <laughs> Add that go again. <laughs> that is my dreadful <laughs> attempt. That was louder. <laughs> <laughs> that was heaps louder. Yeah, that way you didn't, I didn't ask me so for a third. <laughs> I want to ask you for a third. You're so not getting bad. a third. Uh, Look, I want, I want you to pay, like lead the way on this one. Okay. Straight up, I personally don't feel there is anything bad about this release. Uh, I enjoy the interludes. Mm-hmm. I enjoy every track. They have big, beefy, punch-in-the-face tracks. They have more beautiful, progressive tracks. I think it's their most complete body of work and most kind of... I wouldn't say experimental because it's not really that different, like from other releases, but kind of the all is one. It takes pieces from early stuff. It takes newer pieces and it kind of mushes all together in this beautiful little mix and the best possible outcome has arrived. 
Of the singles, yeah, I think I'd, I'd have to agree with that for some part. Amazonia is my favorite. It's still up, way up there. Uh, other tracks I thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed: <laughs> Sphinx, <laughs> The Trails, and Grind. But yeah, the boing boing boing, I love it. It's so good, and the drums. Oh my <laughs> god, the drums sound so good. The oh, mixing no. and production, like obviously being a band of that size, they have a lot of budget. They can spend it on good recording, good production. Oh, this sounds so good. I said last week, bloody brand of sacrifice. This is how you record drums. And I will say it again, brand of sacrifice. This is how you record drums. <laughs> Every oh, opportunity yeah. we get, we will let them know. Everything's punchy. Nothing kind of stands out and drowns out anything else. It all sits there perfectly. It complements each other. Mm. Mm. Yeah, kind of makes you come, eh? Yeah. And like the use of the group vocals and the chants throughout the record as well, really adding that earthy presence. And they also did a, um, a fundraiser for the indigenous communities of Brazil. And they ended up raising 250K, and that's kind of where the Amazonia track came from. Yes. Fun fact. And then you get tracks like Hold On and The Trails. They're the kind of the slower tracks in the record, giving us a bit of a haunting and captivating passages throughout. Take a step back from those neck-snapping riffs. And they get all proggy on our asses. Yeah, man. That's that's what they like to do from time to time. And it's I do beautiful. like Gojira when they get a bit progressive. Mm-hmm. They do it so well. It's definitely not their heaviest or most progressive album, but I think it's the perfect mix of both of that. Yeah, for sure. Like, I think now when you see, like when you see, again, A Case of Strain, you know what you're going to get in mm-hmm. terms of their full-length albums. Yeah. Gojira um, are kind of the same, but I think it's more in terms of how they sound. Yeah, how you're going how, to get it, yeah. Not how they achieve the sound. Mm-hmm. Like, their tone is the same across every album, but their earlier stuff's more full-on death metal yeah. influence. Whereas they kind of got more and more progressive, well, they, they started getting more progressive as time got on. Mm-hmm. I think now, like you said, this is them definitely mixing everything together perfectly. Um, I actually had, for a joke, had them down as uh, a French progressive technical death metal jet <laughs> jazz ska band. Godzilla. Godzilla, yeah. <laughs> Um, I reckon Born for Nothing is fucking sick, and mm-hmm. the, um, the section at the end, absolutely gents. I don't mm-hmm. care. Um, the, the spring sounds Amazonia, yes. Um, besides the section just after the halfway mark of that track, oh, bro, again, come. Mm-hmm. Um, another world whack, but okay, um, I, I'll admit, hold on was re- has a really nice like build up before it gets to its core and hold on is hold really- on is one that starts as like grinding and grinding is it that one yeah 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 which is so oh. funny because i'm like oh is this on shuffle is this grind and it's like hold <laughs> on and i'm like wait a minute and then you get to grind it's like well 
Wow. Oh, so good. So many scrapes. But yeah, I I think um Newfound also has to be like my favorite track from that album. Okay. Um I feel like its chorus is like you got your lighter out, you're in the crowd (laughs) on the hill at River Stage. And, you know, mm. you've got Joe sitting there. He's tapping away on his guitar. Yeah. Everyone's fucking clapping. Oh, man. Oh, bro. I can, I can see lighters swaying. It's, it's fucking great. It's one of those things that, like, I can just see totally happening. Mm-hmm. But that's in between all the parts where it's just pummeling me. Yeah. Drums that are all over the fucking That's place. the time where you get like, to, like, that- re-stitch your head to your shoulders. Like that song is so well put together for mm-hmm. me and my, oh man. And that's I think you could say that about the whole album though. It sounds oh, that sure. good. Like every time I put it on, it doesn't matter where, like in the car, in earphones, the production is huge. It engulfs mm. you. It captivates you. It slaps you across the face and says, pay attention because what I'm doing right now is fan fucking tastic. Fucking over, there's man. riffs, yeah. there's chugs, there's weedily weedlies. <laughs> oh man, I've listened it to this so much. Um, Fortitude and the Chant, they pretty much count as one song for me. Mm-hmm. I can't listen to the Chant without listening to Fortitude. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I'll sit through that two minute in like interlude mm-hmm. every time. It's fucking, it's yep. like, oh, um. I like in theory for me personally, they kind of are a bit boring, but I really do like on that. I just wanted to quickly say, yes, no one I've seen has said anything bad about this band. And it's just one of those things is people will say they're not for me or I can't get into them. It's not like, Oh no, they suck. So I really like that as well, that people, you know, can admit they are really good, but it may just be not for them. Dude, they are such a niche mm-hmm. sort of taste though, right? Yeah, like, I get what you it, mean as well in what you were saying. Like, it's it's one of those things, like, sometimes... Like and again with another world. Like I don't, I don't know what it particularly is about that song. Besides, like, um, I think it's sonically, it's a boring song. There's not a lot going on in that track. Mm-hmm. Um, besides, like, guitars kind of fading out of one headphone to the other. Um, but it was also the first single that promoted the album yeah and basically had a whole year before it was the first single before they started promoting the album Mm, yeah is what i was supposed to say it's been out for ages um so i think that may also be where it comes from but um that's kind of the ones that sit in between both of the sounds though as well it kind of just doesn't Tack itself yeah. to either being super heavy or super progressive. It's just in the middle. 
It's another one of those Gorgiera songs that's more lyrical content mm-hmm. than it is like Sonic content. And I, I suppose. think yeah, the best Gojira is definitely the Sonical stuff. Yeah, because I mean, I think their lyrical content. There's nothing wrong with their lyrical content. No. I, mean, I I I appreciate everything that Gojira do as band as a band as individuals. You know, they they push a message that a lot of people are too afraid to push. Um, but I feel like some of these songs are kind of like, I don't know who you're preaching to. <laughs> okay. Um, so like, if you're going to do a song that's more lyrical, can you at least make it not sound so fucking boring? <laughs> um, I, I may be reading too much into another world. I don't really like it. So I kind of just zone out every time it comes on. Um, and focus a little bit more on the instrumentals because it, it's it's a really nice flowing album from start to finish, yeah. I think. Um, they had a vision and they executed it to a T. Speaking of execute, Sphinx yeah, goes man. for the throat. Oh, when Holy I got to that in the record, I'm like, no, it. they did not. <laughs> Bro, the chugging and screeching. Yeah. Oh, my God. And Joe in his lower register. Yes. Wow. Like, that boy means business. He cranky oh. boy, man. He stubbed his toes too many times that day. Oh, man. He's fucking burning down the house with everyone in it, bro. <laughs> Like Jesus Christ, might uh, I um, also think Into the Storm is another highlight. Um, yeah, I personally like the sound of a train that's about to fucking hit yes. you every time that song comes in. Yes, because ting, literally, ting, 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 ting. that's all I can think of is an old-fashioned steam train, and I was gonna bring this up. Hear that ting, and then all of yes. it, and then literally, as soon as the ting stops, it just goes comes boom, in. yeah, and then crashes you, through your house, and then it picks back that, up again. That train literally smashes through your fucking head. It's and- you're like split in half oh. on the front, just barely touching. It's taking you straight out the other side, bro. Look like fucking Kung Lao in the new Mortal yeah. Kombat movie, bro. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, yes. I love it, though. It get, It's so good. Every time I just think of it, like a big old-fashioned black steam train just charging through. Choo-choo. And, the, and at the end, too, like the riff to end yeah. the song. And it's just like ting, 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 Yeah, it's so good. It just It's a big train. Oh, my God. That song is so good. That'd be up there as one of my favorites for sure. I mean, I love every track on the record, but yeah, there's something about all of them for me. Yeah, it's it's fucking great, and and uh, grind is just oh. such an incredible way to end the mm-hmm. album. It's like the uh, I think, a build on Sphinx. I think this is the um the song that really encapsulates the the sound that they tried to push across the whole album mm-hmm. into one. Yeah, it really brings the soft, the heavy. And the fucking weird and wonderful that Gorgira really makes up. Yeah. And it's just some washes it into the last five minutes of this album. Um, Born for Nothing, Grind, uh, Newfound, and Into the Storm. Um, probably my favorite songs. And then you can chuck Sphinx in there just for the fun of it. <laughs> um, 
I'm straight up going to give it a four out of five. Oh, okay. Um, um, I've got it down as a five. Perfect. I, Another chef I had it as a, I had it as a five. Yeah, that's um, what I thought you were going to give it like after our brief chat about it earlier in the week. I I had it as a five, but um, when I was writing the notes up for it last night, it really dawned on me that if I was tuning out for one song and maybe it's not, a not five. listening to another another two songs after that, yeah, it's it's not really a five. If if it was if it was a straight up unskip unskippable album, yeah, give it a five. But unfortunately, it just didn't have that. Um, maybe if I delete those two songs, those three songs, but they kind of need to be in the track list to get the whole yeah the whole feel experience. of the album. Yeah. Um. Final final notes. Perfect. More. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, bef- before we sign off for the night, I do want to quickly just bring up the Dead Vectors. Um, oh, the three track EP. They they just dropped. Um, oh, wow. I don't know if you've got any notes on it, so I'll just quickly no, brush you just, for the pair of us. Yeah. Um, Dead Vectors for anyone who isn't familiar, I'm sure we have brought them up before briefly. It is um everyone from Pathogen. It's the it's the second band essentially. Yeah. Um, Nearly the same it, band. So if pathogen was, if pathogen was mathcore, dead vectors are deathcore. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's um it, it's a pretty good sort of not evolution but expansion of yeah. the sound that they've been. It's it's not up it's sideways across. Yeah, and and I wouldn't even say it's directly sideways either, though. I think it kind of like on that slow trajectory, like do, like Doge Coin at the moment. Um, <laughs> it, it's three tracks. Um, they all kind of have the same crushing riffs, um, pummeling rhythm section, vocals directly from the asshole of the beast. These guys kind of need to just drop an LP by now, though. I think the amount of material that they've mm-hmm. dropped um, in t- in total over the last couple of years, they might as well have dropped just dropped an album. But if we get another EP, like even another three or four track EP um, from these guys before Pathogen swing back around, um, yeah, I'm also okay with that too. Um, there's some very busy boys over there and um, dead vectors, dead pathogen, dead o- deathogen. I don't mm. know. Um, path vectors. Um, th- this this um, EP single is called um, Hollow Skull, Dead Vectors. If you kind of like some staticky sounding um, deathcore, not, not technical, I would say, but kind of has the sound of technical. This is the flashy metal. bit to it, yeah. Yeah, um, definitely give it a listen and um, let us know how you go. Um, you can do that on our socials. Uh, generally, Instagram, that's the one we try and push the most because mm-hmm. that's the one that we um, most have the on. easiest access to. Yeah, I mean, it's it's nice. Instagram's easy and um, rainbow colors and chat, pogs. Um, 
you'll be able to find the links uh, to everything that we've spoken about in the description below episode notes. However, it is that it goes down. Um, you'll be able to find our Instagram handles there too. Um, Bailey, it's always a pleasure speaking with you, mate. I love it, mate. And I, I could not. Oh man, I couldn't think of a better person to do this with. There is just mm-hmm. so much that we can talk about in one fucking go, and it's, it's just great. <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah. Um, but also, guys, thank you all for listening. It's been mm-hmm. an absolute pleasure. Um, we love anything you. else you want to add for anyone listening? No, Thank you. Oh, you know, we appreciate um, you we, all. I love you Come too. down and vibe on the Instagram. I've been Bailey. That's been Brody. We are the Heavy Boys. This has been episode 18. If there is anything coming out soon that you would like to hear, let us know as well. So heading into a yes, little bit of and something. It doesn't just have to be waiting for stuff. Doesn't just have to be metal either. No, it we can listen be to lots of stuff. Hip hop. It can be electronic. Um, at Don't some point, my I actually want to try and. Um, it was Joji. Yes, that is very true. And yeah, that and, album um, top three all time for me, hands down. I had it on again the other day. Holy Beautiful fuck. start to Dude. finish. This is what I was supposed to ask you. How did you did you like that slow dancing in the dark? Yes, cover that I Bill did. Murray did or what? I did. I Holy like them all. Holy <laughs> shit! Did you send it to Josh? I know I haven't yet, but I will right now. Um, I enjoyed oh, all the covers. Please do. Yeah, I I have even to the post admit, they kind of they kind of it it was sick. I kind of reckon they crushed that 1975 song yeah. out in the 1975. Uh, that was so good. Oh man, I love Johnny Frank so mm-hmm. much. Fuck my entire life. Um, Hogcranker's Balls coming up soon too. In mm-hmm. June, it has a release date. Um, I think it's like the 11th or the 17th. Yeah, it um, is around that. And Carnival. Carnival's yeah, also doing their live stream um, event soon too. Um, I need to check how much tickets are for that because I would like to not be a part of it, but I would like to at least listen to it at some point. Um, I'm finished rambling. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Go listen to Joji. Um, again, thank you. Yes, please. And um, go and listen to all of our previous podcasts. Uh, while you're there listening to our previous podcasts, give us a thumbs up or a five-star rating. We do appreciate that, all of that. And um, I'm down to Instagram after that. Um, we've been the heavy boys. You've been awesome. I'll go fuck myself and we'll catch us in the next one. Bye. Bye, Dan.